welcome to Come Follow Me with Brie, episode 186, You Are a Child of God. Hello, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for coming back after my little break. I went to the East Coast to the Outer Banks, which is a tradition for my husband's family growing up. That's where they always went for their family vacations, and that's what we do every other year as an extended family is go there. If you are ever looking for a great place for large families to be able to stay together, the Outer Banks has got you because they have giant multi-family houses that you can rent, which are hard to find. So little tip for you if you're ever looking for something like that. While I was there and on the East Coast in general, I saw lots of beautiful creations of God. One afternoon we were playing in the waves and it started to rain. And I'll talk about this again in a minute, but I love being in the water when it starts to rain because there's something so beautiful about watching those raindrops hit the water as the water is moving and rolling. So not only did it start to rain as we were out jumping in the waves and body surfing on the waves, but we had dolphins come really, really close to us. And so it was this magical moment of the rain coming down and the dolphins, they were probably like 30 feet from us, kind of arching up and coming out of the water. It was so amazing to be so close to them. And being so close to them made me think about them individually as creations of God, creations that he has numbered, creations that he is aware of, creations that he cares about, that has feelings and their own little dolphin storylines. And their storyline in that moment crossed with ours. And we actually were putting our heads under the water and making really high-pitched squeaking noises. So maybe they were curious. Another moment while I was there that just brought to the forefront of my mind how incredible the creation of the earth is and that God is aware and responsible for all of it. One evening, I went out at sunset by myself to go look for shells. One of my favorite things to do anytime I'm somewhere around the ocean is I hate to miss a sunset. So I went out on my own and I was listening to my Sunday playlist when like I said, it started to rain. And I just think rain at the beach is is food for the soul. And those drops on the rolling waves, I think is just one of the closest things to magic. The type of shell that was making me most excited to find that evening was a little spiral shell. It was just so perfect. And the design was so precise. And I was especially excited because usually at the Outer Banks, I don't really find shells. And so I was excited that this year there even were shells that I was excited to pick up. So as I was walking down the beach, it was just one of those moments that you just think, I'm going to remember this forever. It was so peaceful and so beautiful. So because there was no one around, I would probably, I'm not so self-confident that I would do this if anyone was around, but I was listening to my Sunday playlist and really I was the only one on the beach and the waves were really loud. So it would kind of drown me out anyway. I sang as loud as I could, all of my favorite songs that are on my Sunday playlist. And I'm just, I'm going to remember that forever. And it was just, it was a moment of pure worship of of my God who created this earth that I get to experience and enjoy. He's just so wonderful that this is what he's, he's created for us. Now, at this point, you're probably wondering, okay, great. But what does this have to do with come follow me? I wanted to focus on one little thing that Paul says in, in these chapters and it's Acts seventeen twenty nine. He says, 
for as much then as we are the offspring of God. Words used in the scriptures are important. The scriptures are what we use to define and understand the truth as God defines it. In this instance, Paul does not merely describe us as the creation of God, which is a lesser thing. He describes us as the offspring of God. The Come Follow Me manual asks a question about this. It says, in your opinion, how is being a child of God different from being just one of his creations? Just one of his creations. Is being a creation of God insignificant? No. Being a creation of the creator is incredible. We all are creations of Heavenly Father. We all live on an earth created by Jesus Christ under the direction of Heavenly Father. The universe is created by him. He is the creator of all things, and that is not insignificant. There is a reason that observing the earth and what is on it brings within us a feeling of of awe and wonder and deep gratitude. The creations of our Father in heaven are perfect and beautiful, and it's so loving and kind that we get to experience this earth as it was created. However, why was the earth created? What is all of his all of his hard work? What is all that for? It's to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. That's what it's for. It's all to serve that grand purpose. So being a mere creation of God is not on the same caliber as being the offspring of God. I like to create things. I One of the things I love is I love to paint. My grandmother and both of my great-grandmothers on my mom's side were painters. And in my grandma's house, there are lots of paintings that I love. There's a funny little fat bird that my great-grandma painted that all my sisters and I have tried to copy and recreate our own little bird. And all of my kids now at this point have painted this bird that they have named Fluffo. There's one of cream-colored flowers in my grandma's bedroom. I have always looked at that one and just admired how beautiful it is. And I bought a painting that now hangs in my house that I got because it reminds me of how those flowers are painted. And in her bathroom is an ocean scene with a wave just about to break. And you can see the smooth curve of the wave as the light goes through it. It's just the most beautiful moment captured. That's not even a real moment, but just a moment in my great grandma's mind that she created Last summer, I tried to paint it and it did not measure up. I have it, but I can't bring myself to actually hang it up because I don't like it. But I'll keep trying. I'll try and paint that same painting again. In her living room is a scene with a tiny farmhouse and beautiful storm clouds rolling in. When I'm at a thrift store, that's one of the first things that I look for is old paintings that people have given away. I just hate to think of them going unloved. And I love loving them. I love to think of some person, whether it's a person that I knew or that I that I don't know, carefully creating, stroke by stroke, creating this beautiful picture. And when I paint, my creations are far from perfect, but I love them, whether I'm willing to hang them up or not. And my husband loves my paintings, even when I'm critical of them. And in fact, he wants me to paint some to go in his office. 
And even though I'm reluctant to hang my own paintings up, I love that he loves them. So I'm going to work on that. But when I create something, when I plant flowers, when I decorate my house, when I write a podcast episode, I'm creating. I don't care if you don't consider yourself creative, if you don't consider yourself an artist or a musician or a writer or a decorator. You might be good at designing websites or thinking of ways to help others or solve problems. You might be a good cook. You might be good at planning events. Maybe you're funny. And I think great conversationalists are the most impressive creators because I'm probably, I think that because I'm not great at it. But even if you don't consider yourself creative, you have the potential to be a great creator. And that's not just me telling you that. That is what our Father in Heaven and Jesus Christ have told us. We have the potential to become like them. And their primary role is that of creation. All of human culture and ingenuity is a testament to the creativity of humanity, a trait that we get from our Father in Heaven. We were all born with that potential to be creators. And I think that all of the temporal expressions of our creativity is spiritual. It's a manifestation of our potential as creators. I think it's our little practice run. We're figuring out how to be creators. But humanity's greatest co-creation is human beings. Doesn't it make so much sense that we are here to learn to be like our Father, who is defined by His ability to create, and we are here and get to help create the bodies for the spirits that He created? Parenting is the ultimate practicing that we get to do here on the earth. And if you don't get to be a parent here on the earth, you will and do have the opportunity to affect those little people as they grow up if you seek out the opportunity to do so. You are also helping to create who they will become. Which of my creations are more valuable, my paintings or my children? (laughs) Obviously, there is a right answer there. Even if I spent a lifetime perfecting one great masterpiece, it would always and forever and unquestionably pale in comparison to my children. And generally, as civilizations, we know that. When you go into any big box store, there are giant baby sections filled with toys and and educational tools and clothes to make them comfortable. When you go on the internet or social media, it is chock full of parenting advice about how to be a better parent. It's also chock full of a lot of other things too, but it is, I mean, at least my feed is very centralized on that. And there is so much content on how to be the most effective parent to help my children progress and become who they were meant to become. And of course, people have different ideas of what that means or what is good for children, but it doesn't change the fact that as human beings, we are wired to try to think about the welfare of our children and how they're going to end up and how we should be nurturing them, which just as a a little aside, A symptom of an unhealthy society is a society that starts to not focus on that and a society that starts to focus on the needs and wants and desires of adults over children. Here on the earth, I have the opportunity to create. Now that we've established that obviously my children outweigh anything else that I could possibly create, let's think about our God. Let's think about Jesus Christ. 
Jesus Christ created the earth under the direction of the Father. He created every beautiful thing you've ever seen. He created all the shells that I just collected and brought back home. He created my family's favorite spot in the mountains. He created the forest that I grew up in. He created every pet that I've ever loved. And all of those things are important and valuable and numbered and known by our Father in heaven. But most importantly, He created us. God created our spirits, and through His command for us to multiply and replenish the earth, He created our bodies. My children are a part of who I am. My children have the potential to become like me and far beyond me, depending on how well I do. My children have been given gifts and talents through genetics and by God to accomplish great things in the world. And just so that we're clear, the greatest things that they could accomplish is to help others nurture a fulfilling relationship with our Father in heaven and Jesus Christ, share the gospel, raise a family of their own. My children are loved in a profoundly different way, more intense way than I love anything I could possibly create. How is being a child of God? different from being one of his creations. Paul said offspring, but one of the most common phrases that we use in the church is a child of God. Think about the depth that the phrase, I am a child of God, gives you. Children need their parents. Children don't understand the world as well as their parents do. Children don't have the perspective that their parents have. Heavenly Father placed them within our care because they aren't ready yet to be an adult. We aren't ready yet to be like our Father in heaven. We are all children as it relates to our Father in heaven. We are all naive and sinful and myopic. We are children and He is our Father. As a child of God, you are part of who He is. As a child of God, you have the potential to become like He is. As a child of God, you have been given gifts by Him that allow you to aid in His work and His glory, which bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man, including your own. As a child of God, you are loved in a profoundly, immeasurably different way than He loves His mere creations. And think about how wonderful it is that even though we call them mere creations, they are are incredible, intensely valuable, numbered and known by our Father in heaven, and yet you are more loved, more valued. You and I, we are loved no matter what we do with that potential that we've been given. But that potential, doing our best with that, that is where the real good stuff is found. That is where we can experience what President Nelson defines as divine love which is a really good talk if you want to look it up, Divine Love by President Nelson. He says, Divine love is perfect, infinite, enduring, and universal. The full flower of divine love and our greatest blessings from that love are conditional, predicated upon our obedience to eternal law. I pray that we may qualify for those blessings and rejoice forever. That's what we're all striving for, the full flower of divine love. We inherently We have great love from our Heavenly Father, love that we cannot even comprehend, but there is more available to us as we are obedient to His commandments. Matthew chapter 10, verse 29, Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your Father? 
but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. I want to end with a twist on the question that the Come Follow Me manual asked. How should being a child of God affect how you view yourself and your potential? And if in your mind you're limiting that potential, are you then putting limits on God? And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.